Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. You're probably wondering why Stephanie looks so different. It's Stephanie? because it's not Stephanie, it's Erica. <laughs> Yay! Stephanie had her beautiful, amazing baby child and is going to be gone for a few weeks. So well, she's taking care of the cherub, we're going to have guests and me and Marley are going to do stuff and we've got all kinds of plans for you guys. So stay tuned. Don't freak out. We know it's not going to be as funny or as wild or as tangenty without Stephanie. But I swear we will. Oh, it'll still be a swear. <laughs> <laughs> if I have anything to do about it, I've got work to do. <laughs> yeah, you got to catch up, Lindsay. Gives yeah, honor, gives up. honor some uh, editing work. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be... Good fun. So stay tuned with us, you guys. She'll be back. No need to freak out. We haven't kicked her off the podcast yet. And today, like I said, we have Erica as a guest. And I'm you guys Lindsay. have seen her before. <laughs> you know me, Lindsay. And this is... Marley. Hey. <laughs> yes, we've had and- Erica on our show a few times now. Yay. Yeah. Yay. I get very She's excited when you ask Very them. good friend. <laughs> is what yes. it is. Like... Like, if you just, like, ask me in person and just been like, hey, Erica, do you want to admit yes? Yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) Don't finish the sentence. I'll do it. (laughs) Well, and just so you guys know, too, coming up here really soon, we have Utah Remote Con. And it is May 10th through the 22nd. I put a little banner down there below for those of you watching the video. Um, Again, that's May 10th through the 22nd. It's a virtual con. It's free. You don't, you don't even have to do any, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to buy anything. You literally can just sit on your couch, pull up your device or whatever, (laughs) you know, your smartphone or your lappy top and just, you know, tune in and watch some awesome panels. And we are though, if you do feel the need to be generous, we are helping a fundraiser for the Juvenile Research Diabetes Foundation. Yes. Did I say that right? Okay. You nailed it. <laughs> I'm like, it's J-D-R-F. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're fundraising for that awesome cause. So if you feel the need, we'll, we'll have like information and stuff about where you can donate, like how to do that. So just uh, make sure you follow Utah Remote Con on Facebook and Instagram because that's where we're posting all of the information. So anyways, that's our plug for Utah Remote Con. What? Yes. There will be more plugs. We're not it's done. It's going to be bigger, better, and remoter than yes. any remote con we've done before, which is just the other one. How can <laughs> you get more remoter? You can, you just, you can. We have, now that we've like gone through the majority of a pandemic, we know how to be even more remoter than we did okay. last year. So okay. we can be like... Like, you know, desert island levels of remote and, <laughs> and still, know still what to do. do what, yeah, still do our thing. I don't know. That's, That's the best point. explanation I can give you. Well, it satisfies <laughs> my curiosity. It, it doesn't really work for me, though, because like last time I was more, I guess you could say I was more remoter. I was remoter, you were more remoter. because I was in California for part of the last Utah That's remote con. True. And this time I'm home. So last time I was remoter and this time I'm not. So. But California for <laughs> many people is less remote than Utah. So, 
But I just mean from like where I live. <laughs> I know. From my home base, but yes. But a remote is a relative term. <laughs> I mean, it's what you use to change channels on your it's TV. It's true. Yes. We're going to have more of those, I bet, because we have more panelists. Oh, so, yes. yeah. and more panels. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it's gonna be before great. we get into too many semantics about Remote Con, let's, uh, shall we dive in or do we have any news? I think that's, yeah, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Yay. Okay. Today. We, wait, how oh, am I doing it? Aww. Well, I want to, can I introduce you doing it? Yes. Oh. Today we're talking about ESO. Yay. Marley, what does that stand for? It ESO. sounds like Lindsay's gamer tag, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> ESO stands for Elder Scrolls Online. So for those of you who don't know anything about Elder Scrolls Online, it is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Or developed by Zenimax Online Studios and published by Bethesda Softworks. And it came out in 2014, and it's part of the Elder Scrolls series, but obviously this is the online version of it. And we, so I I knew about Elder Scrolls Online for a while, because I mean, obviously it's been around. It's, what are we coming up on, seven years (laughs) that this game has been out? And of course, if you've heard of, if you've played Skyrim, you know, like it's very likely you know about the Elder Scrolls games because they're or aren't they aren't they or Oblivion? Yes, aren't they basically all like cousins, pretty si- much siblings, yeah. yeah, if you will? They're different countries in the same continent yeah, in different time periods, and yeah. they make one beautiful world. Yes. <laughs> well, last year. I don't know. We all know that 2020 was an interesting year, but for me personally, like, so this game was, <laughs> I don't want to say introduced cause I already knew its existence, but <clears throat> it was pushed by <laughs> these two people here <laughs> for me to, for me to play it, like to buy it. Cause it was like on sale or something. Oh, yeah. And so they're like, just get it, just get it. it. And like I was like, bucks. I was like, I don't want to get into a really big game. Cause we'd already been like, so into red dead online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to. Eh. And so finally I did. And it turns out that like, besides red dead, Elder Scrolls Online became my top, like, number of hours that I put into a game last year. Because, like, you know how you can, like, run those stats at the end of the year in your PlayStation to see what games you wasted all of your time on? I wouldn't say wasted. (laughs) I was going to say, that's a bad word, Marley. I know, I know. But, Invested is another word you could have used. (laughs) I invested over 100 hours. All right. Yes. And, yeah, I just... I ended up really liking it. And I think honestly, the the biggest reason why is because of the social elements with it. I, you know, I had at least a few friends that I could hop on and, and, and join, you know, we could go and explore the world and learn it. I'm such a noob and just like have a good time. And I, I don't know, I don't really find myself playing this game by myself a whole lot. But it was usually just what it was just usually like, hey, Erica, hey, Lindsay, or Jason, or whoever, like, 
anyone want to play ESO for a little bit? And we're like, yeah, sure. Ten, I'll be on in 10 minutes. You know, and then you guys have abandoned me for the past few months and I've been playing <laughs> on my own again. Like I had been these past six years. Okay. I wasn't always playing on my own the past six years. <laughs> I even messaged Marley and Jason a couple of days ago and I was like, when are we going to play ESO again? I've been on my own for so long. Oh, and I responded with something ridiculous or something about how I don't even have time to play the other games that I'm currently playing. So sorry. <laughs> it was the lamest excuse I'd ever heard. I know. Something about getting your countertops replaced. Yeah, I've been doing some home renovations That's right now. <laughs> It was just unacceptable. No, but we really wanted to get Erica on here to talk about Elder Scrolls Online because, I mean, she's our genius. It's my favorite game. She's our go-to. It's her absolute favorite game. Just all the passion and experience that she has with it. (laughs) Um, We really just wanted her here. And you know what? Stephanie is the complete opposite. She has no... Stephanie has no passion or experience with this game. So it was a perfect one to do without Steph. <laughs> That's true. We kind of have been putting it off for that reason. When we're like, oh, when Stephanie needs an off week, we'll do ESO because not her cup of tea, apparently. But, you know, it's we love that's you, all right. Steph. We love her. <laughs> okay. Every game can't be everybody's cup of tea. It's true. What oh my is goodness. this? This is from the Morrowind I th- no, yeah, I think it was the Morrowind DLC I had bought. Whoa. Oh, is that one of those lake. clockwork things? A yeah. Dwarven so, automata- automaton? Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that Ooh. sick? So, I didn't know you cool. had that. It's one of my friends. So we're, what, oh. what listeners, what we're looking at is a, like a little statue that Erica has of a. Of one of the clockwork monsters i totally blanked on his name automaton automaton um, he's the one that's got like the blade on his wrist what is automaton it automaton is, is it pretty like solid is it like it's pretty solid it's solid plastic nice and it's very wow. detailed so if you uh if you're listening to this and you want to know what the heck we're talking yeah. about you should go find the video version of this yeah it's pretty cool which is available on youtube and our facebook page yes if Sometimes not elsewhere. I get so obsessed no, with games <laughs> that I actually forget the names of the actual creatures. Yeah, you'll remember it at three in the morning, and you'll sit up in bed and be like, "Oh, gosh, no. and Anyways. then go back to sleep." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was from the Morrowind DLC. I ended up getting the um, like the collector's edition. So worth it, and I wish I could do it for every single one of the DLCs that come out. I really wish I could, but that's expensive. Yes. Yes. If it's your favorite game, you know, like if it's if it's your favorite and that's what you want to put your money towards, then by all means. Let's see what this. So the most recent one that's coming out. So I think it already came out for PC, which is the DLC for Oblivion. I know. And (laughs) it's coming out in June. It's like June fourth or sixth that it comes out on the consoles. I am watching the trailers for it and tracking it like I've never tracked ESO before. Because I love Oblivion, and I I might have to log some hours with you, Erica, when it yes, comes out. Yes, please. <laughs> because I'm so far, I'm just throwing it on my own. And well, I have some friends that do occasionally come on, and we do some stuff together. But I love to do it with you guys because you guys are my bestie. No, no, I still I still need to get that one DLC you told me to get. Summer, summer, summer set. set. Yeah, that is my most favorite DLC. It is. It's like. 
like the aesthetic is like mermaids (laughs) because it's like full of like these ethereal like shells and creatures and water and just it's so beautiful and i i have this so i have two main characters i have she's just a, a stand blade but i've turned her into like my sneaky killer collector of things and then i have my healer which is the one that i'm trying to do like all the dlcs on and i'm just like most of the DLCs are done, and I'm like, I'm waiting for Marnie to get Somerset so I can play it on this character. <laughs> well, I'll I'll strike a deal with you. Ooh, <laughs> on record you, too. If you can get me to actually play and enjoy and understand the monstrosity and <laughs> that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, then I will play Somerset Bro. with you because I am so having. Such, I'm having such a hard time with Assassin's Creed. It is bugging the crap out of me. And I'm like, I hate this game. I hate it. I'm not enjoying it anymore. And I oh, turn no. it off. Yeah. There's Just no direction in that game. Zero, zero direction. Yes, there t- is. No. This is turning into a Valhalla podcast. Just We're going to talk about Valhalla in a future episode. And I have things to say. Anyways. I like to request to be a guest so I can bring a positive spin to the game. Because I have over 117 hours in that game currently. Ooh, that's how much I've loved it. I know, I know you love it, and that's why Stop. I always ask you. I'm like, Erica, how do I do this thing? <laughs> yeah, you like got Anyways. into the river raids, and it was a nightmare. I still, I still haven't gotten past that. Don't just leave. You don't have to do it. It's just a side thing. Why didn't they say that? <laughs> I mean, I figured it was uh... a given, but okay. <laughs> anyway, ESO. Okay, so I. The first thing that you do when you like hop onto ESO is create a character. And that definitely was a really fun part. I personally chose to not so much personality because this character that I based her off of is an evil dictator from a book series, (laughs) but I wanted to do more like looks and her name and stuff. So I picked, (laughs) I picked a character from the red rising series. Her name is Octavia Alun. Yes, she's like the evil sovereign in the in the series, but that's not a spoiler, by the way. Okay, that's, good. That's just you should just know that. But anyways, so and she's like this beautiful like gold woman and like a warrior and very tall and stuff. So that's like exactly like what I made my elf. So I chose to do like a high elf because I was like, yes, perfect. She's like already snobby and she's going to be really like the tallest that I can get. And she's going to be beautiful. And of course I named her Octavia Alun. <laughs> so essentially the Altmer. Wasn't the name taken, the name taken or something and you had to like adjust the spelling or something? I was just going to do Octavia. That's um, So then I just did her full name. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Evil and then Skyrim. I've got my, I absolutely love to do Khajiit's. Because I think they're just adorable. So that's my main character. And I just... I didn't. Ba- I don't base my characters off anyone. So I, she was my main for a long time. Just doing DPS and dungeons. And a bunch of stuff. And then I would turn her... And then I eventually just turned her into my crafter. And my assassin. So that's all she does now. And I've realized that the more I try to play... Like either DPS, tank, or healer... I am in love with being a healer. So the healer that I have now, you guys haven't been on in a while, so you haven't seen the change that I made to her. She's no longer an Argonian. 
Oh, oh she changed her again? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was doing a lot of research on how to be a better healer. And so I needed the maximum like magicka and different gains and stuff like that. And it typically really doesn't matter the race that you choose because it's such a small thing and you can adjust the foods that you eat, the weapons that you have to meet whatever you're trying to play. But I turned her back into a Breton and she looks kind of like Wonder Woman and she's so freaking cute. But I actually have a really fun story from the other, from yesterday. So some people in the ESO community are extremely toxic. What? (laughs) Surprise, surprise, like every gaming or fandom oh, ever i have stories um, too go ahead though. yeah <laughs> and so i i was doing a dungeon and i had heard these three guys that were talking and i was like oh great i'm the only girl amongst all these guys so i ended up just like leaving the voice chat because i didn't want to deal with it and so i what i did was i ended up plugging my keyboard into my playstation so i could just easily press enter and type stuff to everybody from stuff that they were saying and uh, kind of, t- they were being so nice, so nice because this this one dungeon we were doing has three bosses. It's the I forget the dungeon name, but it's in um, the Gold Coast, which is the DLC for um, oh fudge, the assassins. I forget what it's called. I mean, oh well, we um, know but it's right on the Gold wrong. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on the Gold Coast, and there were three secret bosses. So. Kind of secret a little bosses. bit. Yeah. I had no idea they had secret bosses. And so I, this was on the veteran because there's two different levels. There's normal and then there's a veteran. And so we started doing it. I was like, these guys are being really nice. So I went back into the voice chat and I just was saying a couple of things and it went quiet for a second. So I was like, oh, no, it's happening. Oh, boy. Yeah. And then nothing <laughs> happened. They just like resumed as normal. I was like, this is so nice. They ended up inviting me to their guild because I was one of the best healers because so I think I only died once and somebody else died once because it was just a random one hit. I couldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. So we get to this fine. So there's the final regular boss that you have to defeat. And then there's the final secret boss where you not only have to defeat the boss, which is it's like 6.4 million health. Oh, you also have to defeat the three secret bosses again in the same fight. And you only have okay. five chances to knock down the secret final boss or else he kind of like dissipates and disappears. You have to redo it all. Oof. We didn't die once. Oh, yes. Yes. And I was like, well, some, I think somebody died at the beginning because they missed on one of the AOEs or something like that. But we were down to the wire and everybody had full health. I was doing also, it's just like one of the best experiences I've ever had. And they're like, do you want to join our guild? We need a healer. And I was like, yes, please. And Aww. so it's really, it's really nice when you can get into a community like this and not encounter the, the toxicity that, that can be so enveloped. So it kind of like reignited my like faith. Yeah. My faith mm-hmm. in the community that there are actually some really nice dudes out there who Mm -hmm. appreciate what you're doing. And even before I went into the voice chat or that I turned my voice back on, they, the guy, we've done like the first two bosses and he was like, "Uh, all right, we're going into this one. We're doing this. And the other guy was like, I don't think we have to worry much. We have a really good healer. I was like, Oh, just like almost cry. (laughs) That's That's when a few minutes later, I was like, I'm going into the voice chat. (laughs) You're like, that's me. That's me. (laughs) That's me. I'm good healer. That's me. (laughs) 
I've had a good experience awesome. like that. I actually made a really good friend. If you're listening, Stephen, hey, um, <laughs> in it was the division where like I was playing the division and I was just like, same thing, just hiding my voice. And like, you know, I would follow instructions, but I didn't bother even typing anything or whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, she's pretty good. Like I heard them. They're like, she seems solid. Um, and they knew I was a she, they were, or they referred to me as a she because my character was a woman. And then he made like a mass effect reference, like a really obscure mass effect reference. And he's like, yeah, guys, hold the line. And I was just like, I freak out. I throw my controller. I like get my headphones and plug in. And I'm just like, was that a mass effect reference? And he's like, Oh, you are a girl. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was a mass effect reference. How you doing? And I'm just like, good. And then, you know, we talk about it and, we're still buddies to this day. He came to my house once. Like I've, I've made friends that way. And it's like, when you find that pocket of good, decent, not hitting on you, not being a creep, not being toxic people. Yeah. It's so good. Cause you're just like, yeah, like this is, these are my people, you know, but to get back to ESO, my character was a dark elf. I usually do pick the roguish types when I play Elder Scrolls. So I was a dark elf. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. I tried looking it up a minute ago and I couldn't oh. come up with it. I think I just named myself my gamer tag, if I'm honest. I think you did. <laughs> that yeah. sounds about right. And then, so, um, yeah, and she had like a bow that I was terrible at and also like dual you were not swords. That bad. I wasn't that good either. <laughs> you had been, you weren't even, you didn't play for that long. And yeah, I know. you're like, I'm doing terrible. And I'm like, you literally just started. <laughs> I know. Of the, of the three of us, I definitely have played the least, but I've probably played the most Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So I kind of can compare them you can. Oh, yeah. and, totally. dis- and discuss them with you. Because like I said, I'm a huge fan of Oblivion and. I love Skyrim. Who doesn't? It was so right. good. There's a reason they've remastered it 800 times. And so Switch too, like yeah, dang. and VR. <laughs> yeah, I with and then like with the Master Sword on a Nintendo Switch, like they love it. So yeah, I can totally geek out about this with you guys. Of course. And ESO, I think. If I can just say, like, I think ESO is special in that it captures those games really well with the music, with the scenery, even with the characters. I noticed like, oh, this is this totally tracks with the universe that they were setting up, which is difficult to do, because if you have multiple sequels Mm -hmm. of a series like of an, an installment and then you are trying to make them all uniform of what they talked about each other with. Mm-hmm. It'd be very difficult. I mean, look at Star Wars. Like, okay. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, like I, I got really amped about that and how it just felt like you were in oblivion, but also simultaneously Skyrim and simultaneously Morrowind. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was fun. I've re- I really enjoyed ESO. It's been awesome. And the, the immensity of the game is, is absolutely insane. So, I, I don't remember the exact number of maps. I think it's 12 when you mm-hmm. don't have a DLC and you just buy the, the base game. And each map has its own main quest. And then amongst those, there's dozens of these smaller quests that you can do everywhere. And the game is so like never ending because 
if you just enjoy doing quests, just go to a map and just knock them out. It's yeah. so much fun. And not only that, there's books that you can read that are like collection to your lore books. You can do the dungeons, which you can complete on both just like a regular lower level, or you can do like a higher veteran level and complete those. But then you can also go fishing and you (laughs) can collect all of the fish from all the maps. And you can, you can, I'm working on this right now. (laughs) I love fishing. You can, the, the reward for the master angler is this really cute fishing boat that you can put in. Oh yeah. And there's housing that you can do. Oh yeah. Put in your house. And I have, I'm like, there's this one fish that I've been trying to get in the Alakir desert for like, like three months now. And I, I happened to be there on my, on my healer the other day. And I was like, I was like, I'll go fishing, you know, see if, see what happens. I catch that fish first try. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, that's so neat. And so I was like, I wonder if, if I catch it on, <laughs> I wonder if I catch it on this character, it applies to my other ones. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. <gasps> and I was livid. Oh my so bad. And I haven't gone fishing for, <laughs> for like <laughs> for like two weeks because I've been so bad. <laughs> but the game is seriously, it has something for everybody because We've talked about the PvE aspect, but there's a PvP aspect too. Mm-hmm. So what's really cool is when you start up, one of the first things that I like to do, I actually probably should have had you guys do this too. I think I might have, but there's a setting where you can auto decline people wanting to duel with you. So you can auto decline duels mm-hmm. because that is the only way that you can hurt another player is is if they want to duel with you, you can't just like attack other players because that would be so awful. Yeah. Red Dead. I was going to say, um, yeah, we're uh, going to do Red Dead. <laughs> Red Dead. And so that's, so it becomes more enjoyable in that aspect because it's like, I exclusively only play PVE because PVP is just not my thing. So yeah. it auto declines the duels and people are like, I want to fight you. And it's like, no, I don't want to fight You're you. You're like, go away. That's yeah. not why I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. But if you choose to play PVP, so I had somebody ask me if 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 it was anything comparable to WoW. And I actually have not played, I haven't played WoW in years, but I've also never played the PVP aspect, so I'm not totally sure. But there there's a couple of things. So there are some campaigns that you can do within Cyrodiil that are so you so the way that the leveling system works is you can go up to level 50 and that's the maximum level you can go to after that you get champion points which are kind of like these passive level ups and as of right now I think the maximum is like 1200 CP points something like something massive because they just uh, rearranged the whole CP system in the game it's much better absolutely love it so when you start doing PvP, depending on your level, you get placed into the either under the level 50 or under. And then after that, you can go into the other higher levels. Because after that, kind of like the CP doesn't matter as much. It's really just the whole level itself. Because after that, you can unlock stuff. The rest are just kind of passives. So I actually had somebody actually just gave me like this whole list of like etiquette for PVP. And I thought it was fantastic. Ooh, Let's hear it. So, yeah. It, I was just about to ask about that. Tons of stuff, but I'm just going to read the like 
the basics. The basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Let's so hear he it. said the first one is shield up. Common understanding is that there's a player going around in Cyrodiil. They're just there to quest. So you put up your shield to show to other players that you do not want to fight. So a rule of etiquette when you go into PvP is don't initiate with the single player that's there. If they're in a group, oh yeah, take them down. But if it's just somebody by themselves, which I'm going to have to go and do to get the freaking fishing stuff. I have to go fishing in Cyrodiil. Yeah. It's common. So it's like, let's not fight this person unless they're dicks, they'll fight you. But it's best not to. And then there's stuff like the correct tools for the job. So there are different siege weapons and a bunch of stuff that you can use to uh, to win. I, I'm not entirely sure how it all works, but essentially you can end up being like... I, the only word that's going to my head is king of the castle kind of a thing. Mm. So you, you can end up being like the top person and have the crown. And then there's there's a rule about like teabagging. Oh. Um, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you don't stand. See, it's, this, it's a given that you don't stand over a player you just killed. Zoss considers this harassment, and you can get permanently banned from ever playing ESO again oh if goodness. you teabag a player in PvP. They made a statement about it, I think, at some point in 2020. Interesting. Um, I thought that was really cool. That is another, interesting. Right? I was like, that is so nice. And another one was let it go. Though there is such thing as revenge kills in player versus player, there's no need to get mad when you die. Some players take this to the extreme, um, and other players don't. If there is somebody harassing you, just report it and move on. Just because that's just how it should be in PvP. There are some people who are out for revenge, but the best thing to do is get away from it. Yeah. And don't just, like, sit there and try and grief people. Yeah. For sure. It's it's so like, and if you're being griefed, just disengage. Like, don't give them the time mm-hmm. of day. That's yep. huge. Yep. Then there's stuff about um, like 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 don't don't be a camper, which just don't be a camper. And then another Dang one it. I thought was <laughs> depending on the game. Yeah, it depends on the game. <laughs> I thought a really good one. One of the last points he made was be a good Samaritan. He says, even though PvP is usually about killing other players, racking up as many alliance points as you can, because everybody is based off of their alliance that they created when they created their characters, how they're separated. You are there to simply be questing, doing dailies, and help where you can. If you see a fallen a fallen alliance member dead on the ground, revive them. They may be waiting for someone to res them. Or if you see another player running away from an enemy player, trying to disengage and not fight back, Rush in and help them escape. Even I though love doing part, that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I like getting involved in drama that's not mine. Right? Like, let me help that person. So he says, yeah. even though they're not part of your alliance, like, a, like a, or he just made some examples of, of like Ebonheart running away from, you know, somebody else, uh, Daggerfall. Either way, you gain points and contribute to helping PvE players get through PvP. And so I thought those were some really neat points because I, I generally avoid PvP altogether. But that kind of piqued my interest in actually maybe stepping into it a little bit more. I haven't done it for like a couple of years, at least three years. Hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting. These kind of like spoken yet unspoken rules for PvP. My favorite was definitely the teabagging. So it's like that can be because that can be harassment. It's like that's like it's like great job you killed me. Oh look now they're teabagging great, and it just makes the whole experience sour. Yeah, it's really yucky. You just rubbing that in my face. 
Like that's so unnecessary, <laughs> but yeah, you can get perma banned for doing that. And I was like, that's a really great way to limit the harassment. And that's when you just turn off your chat too. Cause you can have a chat function that pops up on your screen. Just turn that off. Just, just don't have the chat up. So yeah. you don't have to experience any harassment that comes your way. You can just ignore it. And it's not even there. That's true. I, I do like all the different settings available in this game whether you're doing pve or pvp and honestly like if i didn't have a wonderful guide like erica when i started this game i probably would have given up a long time ago or just been like had no idea that there was some weird setting that had nothing i had no nothing about but yet it was hindering me in some way or whatever i don't even know i can't even think of a specific example but it's definitely nice to have someone who's played it and can kind of give you the rundown of things and kind of help set up your, even just like your, your HUD, like just all the things that you see on the screen and stuff like that makes a huge difference. Being able to see some of those like health stats and, and other things like it just, it, it just, it really does make all the difference um, to have that set up correctly. Yeah, because if you don't turn it on, they'll just pop up randomly. It's like, I want to know what my health is at all the time, even if I'm at max. Like, I want to see yeah. the things oh, and yeah. not just have them pop up occasionally. So when I introduce new players, one of the first things I ask is, do you want to see all the things? And they're typically like, yeah, I want to see all the things. And I'm like, all right, here's the settings and here's how we're going to turn them mm-hmm. on. And the auto function. Uh, I love that. See, I have it. I did not do that because I have limited space in my inventory (laughs) and if you are if you absolutely so i would recommend playing eso for a couple of months before considering eso plus so eso plus is just a monthly subscription that's like 12 13 bucks a month you can get an unlimited craft bag so anything that can be used for crafting such as just like food stuff materials tons of stuff that's going to go into an unlimited sized craft bag. So anything you pick up, it's going to go straight there. Weapons, clothing, potions, that kind of thing, staying just like your regular inventory. Not only that, but you can get access to a vast majority of of DLCs and you can also get discounts on the de- on some DLCs that pop up. Like, oh, Dark Brotherhood, that's what it is. Mm. That was the the hand. Yeah, um, we know. We know. That's what it is, Dark Brotherhood and and stuff <laughs> like that. And you can just get discounts all together in the crown store, a bunch yeah, of Yeah, you can actually and- like buy outfits and co- yes. like they're called costumes, but yes. yeah. And then if you have ESO Plus, you can dye the costumes different colors. We ran into that not too yeah. long ago. And I was like, yeah. I didn't realize that was an ESO Plus thing. That's so weird, but that makes total sense. I have a new mm-hmm. costume and I'm really excited to show you guys. Or actually, Ooh. I changed my armor and, and Anyways, it looks really pretty. I'll, maybe I'll give you yes. guys some photos to post. Ooh, definitely. <laughs> I know. I I always of our characters. Oh, we should. That's a good idea. Okay, we'll do I like that. that. But yeah, I yeah, because I I definitely. I mean, as you guys have known, whenever we've talked about Red Dead, it's we love the outfits, we love the armor, we love all the choices, the selection. Fashion you know, we love we love that because it's important to look your best in an online game. Mm-hmm. We know this. We've talked about this. Yes. So I, when I first started playing the ESO, I like, I understand that you have to build your collection. You have to level up. Mm -hmm. You have to gain those things and, and all of that. And there were a lot of times, especially when you're before you reach level 50, because you get so much inventory and so many items. And as you level up, they start 
they, they lose their, they lose their, um, value, their value. Thank you. You know? And so they, you have to get rid of it. And also because you just don't have enough room in your inventory space. And so there were definitely some really, really cool armor pieces that I had during that time that I'm like, I wish I could just keep this because it's so cute and my character looks so good. And, but then you have to get rid of it as you level up. But then finally at level 50, I've definitely reached a point where like now I can kind of have like a good basis of armor that I don't have to get rid of. And so it's been kind of nice to to spend the time to use some of those color dyes and actually like change them the way I want them to look. <laughs> I would like to share some good news with you. Ooh. So when I when I talked about how I changed my armor and my outfit was because once you gain and learn the motif, which is the style and specific armor, so like hollow jack. You can get like the shoulder pieces, the chest, the legs, the specific of each one. Once you learn that specific motif, you can go to an outfit station and change your armor to look like that specific armor piece, but still have the armor that you're using be the armor. You're just changing the appearance. And I so much customization, so much, like so much so that I had found. So the armor that I have now is inspired by somebody on the ESO fashion subreddit Mm -hmm. and i was so excited about it It, yeah exactly of course and so i realized i didn't have some of the motifs some of them are really 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 expensive i think the most expensive one i got was forty-eight thousand gold. oh um but i also have half a million gold so i was okay spending a little bit um i know But I have, I, I do, I, I spend a lot of time trying to like gain the gold so then I can get these motifs so then I can change the way that my armor looks freely. Like, yes, you do mm-hmm. have to buy outfit slots, but really it's, it's easy enough that just record the outfit that you have so you can save it for later if you want to change it back. But yeah, definitely. But yeah, so you can do that as soon as you like. So you can actually get motifs not only from buying them, but you can get them from doing certain dungeons. I think you can get some from like cloud rest and these ones where you have to be in groups of like 12 people to defeat these bosses. And then you can just get them randomly in the world. So always loot the urns and the backpacks because you can get some really high profile stuff from these containers that you think really contains nothing. I found a recipe for, I don't remember what it was, it, what it was for, but it was a housing recipe and I was like, oh, it's purple. Obviously, it's gonna, it's it's a higher profile thing. I went to look at how much it was worth. It was worth over a hundred thousand gold. Oh my gosh. Ooh. And so always take a look in those urns and those backpacks because there are things there that are very expensive and very rare, sometimes even in the random crates. Hmm. I do love to loot. Mm-hmm. Looting will be your best friend. So kind of like the rule of thumb when you're trying to like gain a bunch of gold is so if there's the the normal so like there's the white then there's the green and then there's the blue then there's the purple purple and gold so it's kind of like the leveling system of how expensive things are if it's white generally leave it because it's worth the least amount of gold you really want to look for the stuff that's either blue or green those things you can yeah they're rare Mm -hmm. and you can sell them for more but especially when you're just randomly looting all over the place there, there's actually so there's there's this place I think I've taken you there Marley I think I have or I took one of you there maybe I don't remember but there's a place 
I don't want to give specifics out because mm-hmm. I don't want people to take it. But there's there's a place on a map that does not have any guards. And you can go there and oh, you just, yeah. I know where you took yep. me there. Yes. And so you go there and you kill all the all the NPCs there and you lose <laughs> their bodies. And what you do is you you so you ignore everything that's white because it's going to take up your inventory. You just pick up all the blue and the green and it's really helpful to have like a refugee place nearby so you can go and you can sell all of your stolen loot. But yeah, you, you there's certain things that you need to focus on. Yes. And don't just like <laughs> fill up your inventory with all this random stuff that you're not going to need. And it's, Which I would it's, say is true of any Bethesda game. Bethesda oh, yeah. likes their loot. And they so do. they'll throw a lot of, you know, garbage at you and you're just like, oh, I want to take all these plates. They're <laughs> made of copper. They must be worth something. You know, don't You're talking that. about Fallout, aren't you? No, I'm talking about Skyrim. Oh, <laughs> like no they have these goodness. like pewter plates on every table. And I remember like, I wasn't tempted by those necessarily, but I was tempted by everything else on the table. I'm like, ooh, this surely is, this is a vase of high quality. It must be worth something. Mm-hmm. And it's not ever. <laughs> it's just like oh. half a pound of dead weight. <laughs> oh no. So let's talk about our favorite things about this game. Like our favorite things to do and all of that. I, I'll go first. So my, I found that one of my favorite things to do was to actually like kind of Erica mentioned before is to just like show up at a, at a location and just like start the quest and just do all of the quest lines and everything. I actually found I really enjoyed that aspect of this game because it gave, it's basically like doing story missions, you know, and I, I love having like a narrative with my games. And so I found that it was really enjoyable to go and like kind of get to know like a region and, you know, start to, meet some characters and you'll like come across those same characters. Um, who's our, what? It's Roz. Roz is our, yes. I was going to say, who's (laughs) our favorite, um, Khajiit. Yes. I love Roz. He's so funny. And anyway, so just kind of getting lost into a story. So like, if that's your thing, if you like that kind of thing with games, there's definitely a ton of that in ESO so much so that like, it's a little overwhelming. It definitely yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you just start small and just kind of do the quests and follow the waypoints and just do the things, it's a lot of fun. I I recommend actually like trying your best to pay attention to like the um dialogue. like what the NPCs are actually saying, like yes, the di- yeah, the dialogue. Yes. It's kind of hard though like I okay, this is I have like I'm not like complaining about it because I obviously I love playing ESO with people, but sometimes it's hard whenever, when there are so many people, because then you start talking Mm -hmm. and just like not talking about the game. And then here you are trying to do a quest and no one's paying attention to the dialogue. Uh And then you're just going through the motions and you're like, okay, this is getting old. I get so mad when like we were doing a quest (laughs) and and I was talking to the NPC and I was reading the stuff. And then I look over and Jason's like halfway across the map. And I'm like, bro, did you even listen to this NPC's like no, no, like, no. <laughs> no. that's all the time. I know, and it's just yeah, it, it that that part is. I mean, there definitely takes some coordination with your party because because this the the story missions are individual, but you can still do them with your friends. Like you can still like okay, let's meet. Okay, we're gonna talk to that guy. Okay, everybody talk to him. Okay, cool. Let's go to the next area together, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, like you just there is that communication that you still 
need to do (laughs) and hopefully not just ditch all of your friends and go on to the next one but anyway so so much fun to play with oh my gosh yes I know but yeah I I do like that aspect of it the one I think I liked the most is probably because we spent the most time on it I want to say it was the one in it was in the Volko guard no like Ardon Ardon yeah it was was in like I run yes yeah that one was cool so like there was like this elf queen who people were trying to like they were uh questioning her legitimacy for the throne and all of that and there were like there was like this like secret like group that was trying to like overthrow her and and all this stuff and you just kind of like help with that and the i don't know inheritance yes yes so yeah it's uh so that one was really fun like you just kind of get to know the world a little bit more and i don't know i find that part a lot more enjoyable of when i'm playing these these big big games I'm excited for you to do like the overarching main quest. That one is a lot of fun. So if you, so later when you, whenever you play it again, go into your quest and I don't think you've gotten past this one, but it should be called the Harborage and that's where you should go. Hmm. And that's, that's the start of the overarching main quest. And it's so good. Hmm. So good. I'm finishing it right now on my, on my healer which is oh, nice. taking a very long time because my healer <laughs> doesn't do damage oh yeah uh, it sounds so, as if you need people to play with you it, which would be great except <laughs> that it's a solo quest oh so you can technically do it alongside people like in your party uh-huh. and just like talk about it as you do it solo oh, okay um, that makes sense yes yeah, so that makes a lot of sense actually yeah, so I'm trying to unlock some things that'll make me do a little bit more damage so then I'm not frustrated <laughs> by the amount of times that I... Yeah. But I'm excited for you to start that quest. It is really, really good. Nice, definitely. What What are some of your guys' favorite parts of this game? I'll go last because I'll go okay. on for a while. <laughs> well, I'll be short uh, because, like <laughs> I said, I don't have a ton of experience in ESO. I did like the missions. It is fun to do that and, you know get like a cool little mini story or another arc to a bigger story or whatever. But I also enjoyed the fishing. That was the first thing Erica did with me when I like got to the point where I could play with her. It's like, Oh, look a fishing pole. And like, we just like went to this little swamp and went fishing and it was fun. And like fishing is often for me, one of my favorite things in like games like this, like it's very peaceful I've logged countless hours in the Ocarina of Time fishing hole. Oh, yeah. Like, I just have always enjoyed it for some reason. So, and this game's no different. Yeah, so. it's very, it can be very, me- like, meditative, if mm-hmm. that's the right word. Yeah. Um, that's actually what I'm going to do, because I've got to try and get that fish. That's what I'm going to do after this. But that is absolutely one of my most favorites. I have, I have, I have three favorites. <laughs> one is the fishing. Mm-hmm. The second would be dungeons. That's my it, second favorite as well. It's like, it, it's a love hate relationship because <laughs> it's much better when you do it in a group because that, you know, people that, you yeah, know, that, you know, yeah. and you can do it in a group because if you don't, you risk going into a dungeon where there are speed runners. And when there are speed runners, um, there usually there's no somebody, time to loot. Yeah, there's no time to loot, or if somebody has to do the quest, they have to stay behind and listen and talk to certain people along the way. And so you need to be patient for those players doing that. Mm -hmm. And instead, the speedrunners will just activate all of the 
bad guys along the way and just go running. And it makes the experience terrible for everybody else. Oh, I encountered that way too many times. Mm-hmm. Like my, when I kind of said at the beginning, when we were talking about like toxic players and stuff, there was oh, definitely yeah. a specific time that I have in mind where it was just me and Jason playing with two randoms. And those two randoms were speedrunners, but Jason was doing the quest. And I knew that. And so I was patient and I was like, okay, I'll wait for you here. Cause we, it was one I had already done. So I already knew mm-hmm. what was to come. And anyways, like in the chat, those two other players were like getting mad at us. And we're like, we're doing the quest. Like we told them straight up. We're like, we're, we're doing we're the quest. Running. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just like, and by the time we finally caught up with them and we were like fighting and the healer was not doing a dang thing. He was just over there standing in the corner and I di- I kept dying. Because I, so I would play as a DPS. That's, that's the role that I prefer. And Jason was the heavy, but like, again, we need a healer there mm-hmm. to help us. Like you need that full balance of the team in order to be successful, yep. you know, cause you all reap the rewards. It's not like, Oh, the heavy gets all the points. Like, no, everyone gets the rewards, but you have to work together as a team. And so, yeah. So real quick to just kind of piggyback off of you and yep. the favorites and stuff like that was my favorite part of playing ESO was when we could get some friends. Even if it was only just three of us in one random, that was oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, I made it so much better. But but just to be able to like communicate that with like communicate better with each other throughout and just be able to get that experience and find all the good loot and and also like it that was a really great time to practice your your new spells and your moves and your weapons and stuff like that was where I found like my best, like my favorite combination of moves. And that's what I like stuck to pretty much throughout the whole, like the whole time we've played. Like I probably Mm. won't change my things because I'm like, I like this spell. I like this one. (laughs) And the only time you really need to change one out is if something gets like a major debuff or something gets a buff and you're like, okay, this one is actually better specifically just because of the numbers. Oh, exactly. And I've had to do that a few times because there are some healer spells that I really liked, but it turned out oh, things were better. And I was like, oh, fine. But then I ended up really liking them. But so that part of dungeoning kind of does suck when you have to, when you go in with some people and they just speed run out of there. So as a healer, it sucks because I have to decide, you know, where am I going to go? And so I just decide every time it's like, okay, if not everybody here is a speedrunner, it's just one person. I will stay behind with everybody else because the majority, these people outweigh that speedrunner and yeah, they definitely. decide to go out and get themselves killed. Then <laughs> fine. Then like, like this whole thing is supposed to be a group thing. Something though that people do really makes me angry is so Uh-oh. DPS is the most common Build things. Oh, build. Yeah. and so a lot of DPS when so when you go and you queue into a dungeon, you select I'm a healer, I'm a tank, I'm a DPS. So you select one of those things. A lot of the times, DPS will select themselves as tanks or healers so they can get into dungeons quicker. And that means that your team does not have a healer because the healer designated themselves as the healer when they're actually a DPS. So that, Um, if that happens, leave that queue. It like you, like you'll, if, if you'll fail and be sad. Yeah. So like, if you leave, you have to wait like 10 minutes because it's like, Oh, you quit out of something. That's not good. But if it, if you end up encountering something like that, just leave. But I really do love dungeons. They have the greatest stories some sick bosses. Mm -hmm. It is 
a ton of fun. But my number one favorite is housing. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of wondered. My favorite. So one of the first things I did was brought you guys to my favorite houses that I've made. true. And one of the cool things about ESO Plus is you get like an extra amount of slots to put into your houses. So I have 16 houses. Oh my <laughs> so I have an obsession. And I really only use like four of them. The rest I'm kind of just like, it was an opportunity to get it and I got it. But housing is incredible. There's no gravity limit. There are like space limitations. So something will turn red if you can't put something in a certain area, but there's no gravity limits. So what you can do is you can build stuff. So what I recommend for everybody for their first house is called Sleep Creek. And it has the perfect house space. And an outside space for, I think, only 300,000 gold, which is pretty low for a significant amount of space. So it's got, like, this little water area, this, like, underneath. It's just so pretty. And there's enough space that you can kind of essentially build a ramp upwards and build an entire couple new sections to your house because there's no gravity limit. There's There's a limit to, like, how far out you can go and how far up. But within those boundaries... You can do whatever you want. And the creativity that I have seen in this community is absolutely mind-blowing. And so, like, there's a guild that I'm part of that they do different housing competitions every month. So they're like, oh, hey, it's uh, it's Valentine's Day this month. So do something Valentine's-related, submit a screenshot, and you can get different prizes. And just looking at some of the stuff that these people do, I'm like, wow, I'm not creative at all. <laughs> and so sometimes I avoid those things because I want to feel like I'm free. <laughs> I disagree because I remember you took us to a house where you had like built upwards like a ramp that kind of curved up that and was around. Sleep Creek. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you had like a loft with like a cat in it. It's so good. And then there's some people that build, I think somebody actually did like a recreation of like the Hogwarts like Great Hall. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. like the floating candles, the whole everything. Wow. And I was just like, whoa, I want to do that. And <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So what you can do is you, you can buy the furniture, sure. But you can also gain the recipes like you would food. So you learn the recipes and then you just get whatever materials you need and you can build whatever you need to. You can combine different things to create something. So in a couple of my houses, I have a little Easter egg where I take this hourglass and I'll put it somewhere and then I take a rabbit. So typically there's this rabbit that's like hanging from a string because it's a dead animal and you can use it in like a kitchen. So what I do is I flip it upside down so it looks like it's jumping. So I put it in like an area that looks like it's a little bit of a hole. So I angle it so this rabbit looks like it's jumping out of a hole to grab the uh, the time uh, the hourglass and it's this yeah. little Alice in Wonderland little Easter oh egg. So you can do like the most creative things in this game. It it literally has something for everybody. And I think that's probably the number one thing. You want that's PVP, so cool. you get PVP. PVE, PVE. If you want fishing, you got fishing. Just <laughs> I mean, collect things. Yeah. Go collect things. I mean, that's definitely, you know, the, sorry, back to the PVE part too. I was going to make a comment. That was something that did draw me into this game. Cause I remember when you guys were trying to convince me to play it, you, I remember you guys saying, well, 
all the players aren't trying to kill each other like they do mm-hmm. in Red Dead, you know? And like, of course, Red Dead, I think all has a, for all of us, uh, has a special place in our hearts. Oh, yeah. But of course, like we all say, like we all know that it's a broken game. We all know it's not mm-hmm. perfect, but we still love it. And I don't always want to talk bad about it because it's <laughs> one of my, it's still one of my all time favorite games. It got but, 2020. But it, did. It, it really did. But it was really annoying when you're just going along and you're minding your own business and someone just headshots you out of nowhere. And you're like, I did not want to start something like, yeah, I, I did. No, I, pro- like, I did we not are provoke just you trying to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. we're just trying to harvest materials or we're just yeah. trying to yeah. make clothes. Like, cute, sure. You know? if I, like, like, yeah. Like, sure. If I provoked them because I mean, I definitely, I mean, oh, yeah, I we do that yeah, if we're throwing lassos, then yeah, it's, yeah. we deserve we it, ask but, for it. But at the same time, like, the majority of the time we're like, no, we just want to hang out with our posse and not yeah. be bugged. And then boom, dynamite on all of our horses. <sighs> and I'm just like, come on. Yes. So when that was the horses. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's, I hate that. That's when so trouble comes. That around. definitely. So that definitely was a draw for me with this kind of switching over to this game is that you could just go along in the environment and, and not have to worry about random players killing you. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, sure. There's NP- bad NPCs or there's monsters and stuff, but like but you can handle them. You can handle yeah. that. You know, it's not it's not like some random player just like I want to screw with this person today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then for people <laughs> who really want to get into like stats and builds, a really good place to go is Alcast. What they will do is they'll put up so like you just search like this is the race and the class, and I want to be a DPS, and they'll go through and tell you. Here's the type of foods you'll want to eat. Here are the potions you'll want to make. Here's the armor build that you're going to want. Here's where you're going to put your CP points. They will give you an entire breakdown of everything. Because when you get into the game, it can be really overwhelming at first. Because you're like, oh my gosh, what like what kind of armor do I want? Like, I'm a stamina. Do I want light armor or medium? You want medium because medium is going to boost stamina. So it's that kind of stuff. So once you really get into the game and you're like, I really like this. Okay, now I want to get serious about my build. There are plenty of options. So take uh, take like what Alcast says, apply it to your stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't like this specific thing. Then change it. It's mm-hmm. just this guideline for you. And that's what I use for a bunch of my stuff. So it's fantastic. Yes. I love I it. There's for so long. I know there's so no you're good there's so much to this game and Mm -hmm. I feel like I've barely scratched the surface even just with my with my own gameplay and then also of course just our our discussion here today but why don't we do some quick ratings and then we can get to our not a sponsors does that sound okay with you guys yes can we rate in our own desserts or are we doing the generic cupcake no we should do so so there's a couple of foods so we could either do cinnamon rolls or we could yes or we could do shivering cheese, which is one of my most favorite things you can put in housing. So the so the description for the shivering cheese is is it essentially like glows when you're not looking at it. So it oh. it does things when you're not looking at it, and then you look at it and it goes back to this regular cheese. Oh my goodness, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> A nern root tea or a <laughs> uh, freaking nern root and that noise Ooh. that it makes. Just like I have to pick it just so I could get it. Shut up. Yeah. Oh. Um. I will say, like, (laughs) not to go even crazy deeper into the Elder Scrolls universe, but they do have an Elder Scrolls cookbook. Yes, they do. And I need to invest in that very much. 
Can I say one last thing? Yes. Okay. So there's this thing. So, so there's books that you can go around and read. Occasionally you will come across this book called The Lusty Argonian. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yes. <laughs> it's like you were going to know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's so great. So you can go around and collect these books and you read them and you're like, what on earth is that? <laughs> it's freaking hilarious you find it in the best places too yeah. like you'll go to like some diplomat's house and they're like yeah. proper and you know prude and then you find the lusty argonian on their bookshelf and you're like i thought so oh my goodness <laughs> can you imagine like being like on like like working for this game developer and being like being that person who gets <laughs> to decide those kinds of things like yes or just, that just, one time oh that we walked into a brothel <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. Awkward. <laughs> oh my goodness. Game there's developers. no like there's no like nudity or anything. It's just implied and it's hilarious. Yes. It's some of, like you try to talk to some of the NPCs, and they're like, please get out. <laughs> <laughs> we are busy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I know. This game is so vast. It's got a bit of a sense of humor too. Oh, like, so much. With the, anyways, with the skooma <laughs> should, and you know. We should rate Oh yeah. Yes. So I have a skooma house that I built. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> don't they have um don't they have like candied apples or something in this game? I swear they, they pick a pick a dessert. I'll just I do think, a dessert. I think the cinnamon rolls is probably the best, most accurate to the Elder Scrolls universe. Did someone steal your sweet roll? <laughs> <laughs> Took an arrow to the knee. Okay, we'll do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, we'll do it in cinnamon rolls. Or at least I will. You guys can choose what you want. So okay. I'll go first. So we're going to do it out of five. I, okay, I have a small disclaimer. So none of this is against you at all, Erica. Okay. <laughs> I give it a four out of five. The only reason why I subtract a point is because I don't like games that make you pay in real life money to get stuff in the game. To well, actually like have a good experience in the in game. In its defense, most of this pretty much well, all of the things that you have to pay for are technically cosmetic. You could get away with not paying for it and have everything you want. Yes and no. It's just more difficult. Yes. I was gonna say that's the thing. Like I think it's way too difficult to really like get the housing and the outfits and all of the things that you want in this game and the craft, the inventory bags, like all of those like nice, really nice upgrades and things, or even like being able to have a, a merchant cat that you just like call and you're just like, here, I'm going to sell my stuff out of, you know, I'm not nowhere near a city right now, you know, like just like perks like that. I, I yeah. just, I personally don't like that you have to pay IRL money for that kind that of thing. Sense. So I'm yeah. like, I mean, good for you. Like, honestly, like nothing against you, Erica, because I know you love this game and right. everything. And so like, if you want to spend money on it and have like subscription, yeah. good on you. Me personally, I'm like, I, it's not my thing. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But I still, I still give it a four because I, and I do enjoy this game. Like it's a really pretty game. And I feel like even for it being kind of older, you know, it's, they, they still put time and effort into this game and they're, they're still like actively making upgrades and they have events and different things. So like, there's definitely attention going into this game oh, yeah. and I, I still enjoy it. Yeah, sure. I haven't played it in a while because I've kind of moved on to other games, but I, I'll come back, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to just ditch it, but at the same time, like 
we, we did play it a ton last year. And so then like a bunch of new games came out and I'm like, okay, well, I want to just play those for a while and then I'll come back. So yeah, I still give it a high rating. I just only subtract it because I don't, I, I don't like that you have to pay so much of your own money to yeah. get anything good in the game. <laughs> follows the, I think it's, it's one of the final fantasy games where they also have a monthly subscription. It's kind of like that. I think it's, I think it's more common with like those MMORPGs. But what's nice though, is you can still get the houses with in-game gold. So if, if people are literally selling gold for real life money, they can also get karma banned, which, oh. is, which is neat. That is um, good. Yeah. So that's, that's been really nice that they, that they've started to, that they have done that in the past. Do you want to go but next Erica or Linz? Obviously I'll just, I'll just, it's a five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we Shocking. surprised? It is, it is my favorite game. I, my six year anniversary in ESO is coming up in June. Yay. Um, and I, I am constantly playing it anytime I've like, like I finished Valhalla. I put a crap ton of hours into that game under 17, something like that. I was like, well, what do I play next? Obviously I'm going to go back to ESO. And I try to get as many people to play as I can because I want people to (laughs) enjoy it as much as I do because it does have that something for everybody. Yeah, Um, sure. I started playing the game when I was unemployed for a while. And it brought so much joy into my life and it still continues to bring that joy and gate and gaining friendships with people who are different streamers and joining their discords and asking questions. It's just been an absolutely large amount of fun and a very positive thing in my life. I love it. I really like that you said you played it while you were unemployed because I have a game like that and it does make a game much more special to you when you know you're going through a time in your life and sorry Zoner and um (laughs) and you just have like a good escape but that you also can like recover in I don't know it's it's a very interesting thing and I can totally see this being one of those games it improves mental health um yeah it does because it it's so good for you and the environment is so pretty that you do it in so I I really appreciate that I'm gonna give it a four out of five sweet rolls none of which have been stolen so don't report it to the guard oh, good and <laughs> guard. Um, yeah <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's a solid game. I unfortunately couldn't get crazy into it. It didn't capture me because I felt like I'd already played it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I didn't do everything. I don't think I gave it a fair enough, you know, go. So I would definitely go back to it. I just want a little more graphically. I understand it's an old game and I understand it's an MMORPG, which means it, they can't make it perfect. Mm-hmm. But I just want like something an extra special. That's... I should take you to Cold Harbor. Okay, do it, and then I'll you know I'll post a a meme or something about how wrong I am <laughs> right now. So yeah, no, it's it's a solid game, and I really enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed talking to you guys about it, and even learning more just in our discussion. So yay, nice, I love yeah. it. Okay, should let's do our not a sponsors real quick. Yay! Like, flash Yay. not a sponsors. <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? Uh, I will. Go ahead, Linz. 
So my not a sponsor is, uh, did you forget it? I know it. I'm just like hesitant to say it for some random reason is game grumps actually, because <laughs> we have been watching a crap ton of them at my residence and we've been watching the, um, twilight princess run through and it is hysterical. Like there are times I laugh so hard. My ribs hurt. And that's just a good feeling. So this goes out to Aaron and Dan and the work that they do. I know it's, I don't know. It's, it's just so funny. I, I just enjoy it. <laughs> so go I've check them out. Few, I've seen a few of their clips. Those guys are silly. They're, yeah. they're a lot of fun though. <laughs> they're a lot so of fun. Funny. It's kind of like the way I was talking about it to my boyfriend. I'm like, it's kind of like watching a parent and a child dynamic. <laughs> Because one of them's like, I don't want to go there. I don't under- I don't understand why they didn't tell me this in the game. And then Dan will be like, Aaron, you just need to go left and talk to that woman. And she'll tell you everything you need to know and give you the item. And then you go get it. You know, why <laughs> does this so sound funny. like me when I'm teaching Marley to play Valhalla? <laughs> I was oh. going to say, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> I might have to tune into that <laughs> next time you guys do like a next time you guys do a private tutoring session. I want yeah. to just be in the chat for my entertainment. It's good. All right, you're so turn. Okay, I'll go next. So the one for not a sponsor, I chose to do a TV show this week. I don't know if I did last time. I honestly don't keep track. Maybe I did a book. Anyways. Okay, so I chose to do The Circle Season 2. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did Circle Season 1 last year. I'm like almost like 100% positive I did on an episode a year ago. But anyways, I'm doing Season 2 because it just came out and they've only released like half the episodes so far. Holy crap. Why do I love that show so much? It is so dumb, but I can't like not but watch it. But it's also it. got a wholesome twist to it. Yes, it does. So Here. it's like a social media competition, which which sounds so like, I know for some people, it probably sounds like really dumb. So but, millennial. But <laughs> yes, but the concept is really cool. And it's actually really interesting to watch the strategy that these people try to implement because basically the goal is to become the most popular player and there's like catfish involved as well. And you don't know who the catfish are because you're not talking to these people face to face. It's all like An chat. Avatar. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like a, like a profile picture and that's like all you get. And so it's just, there's lots of twists and turns and funny moments and like really endearing care, like people, and a lot of really extra personalities, but it's just yeah. so like what Erica said, like it does still have that like kind of like wholesome aspect to it, but it's also like very dramatic and over the top. And you're just like, why do I love this show? It's because it's good. That's okay, why I will start season two today. Okay. Done here, I'll start season two. Girl, it's only eight episodes so far. I have, to have fin- till Wednesday. I have Actually, to finish. Actually, the day this Marley's waving her extra hand. Girl, I have to finish get the into it. past two and a half seasons of Younger this week. I need so to I catch finish up on that. that. <laughs> and then I've got to do Supernatural. Oh yes, you do. Okay. Anyways, Erica, what is your not a sponsor? So I have a. I have technically two. So one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Go watch it freaking amazing it was so good so good okay so my actual 
sponsor. So I learned about this on TikTok. I follow this girl. Her name is, I, I'm going to probably say it wrong, but it's Paige Ale. She is an, uh, she's an autistic content creator and she is so phenomenal. So what's happening is there's going to be, she and a couple of other autistic creators are going to be doing a live streaming donation event with, with ASIN, which is what she specified is a foundation, which they actually really like and one that they Hmm. support because there are foundations out there that I even saw one today where they said, you can tell if uh, this foundation really cares about the autistic community because of the way that their shirts are made. So there was one person, so the, the foundation that they really liked, their shirt options were heavy, light, and no seam because of the different types of feelings that they have with like seams, they can get really irritating. It's, it's, it's just awful. And so they have these options for the people to support this foundation because they know their types of, of preferences and and how they work because they work with them. So this is happening April 30th from 4 PM to 12 AM host hosted by Beck spectrum. So it's going to be on Twitch. So you can go and follow ASIN or even a page. It's just page P-A-I-G-E-L-A-Y-L-E. So you can go and follow her for more details for when that comes up. And I thought that was a really fantastic thing to try and spread if I could. Yeah. So that was a really cool thing that they're doing. So I will definitely be in the chat for that. I'm excited. That sounds really cool, actually. Right? That's so a good cool. one, Erica. You thank you. <laughs> you destroyed me. Oh dear. <laughs> I love it. I'm gone. <laughs> okay, you guys. Well, Erica, thank you again for joining us today. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, we should have said it at the beginning, but it's also in your little name right there. Yeah. But Erica, she's a member of our Soul and Droids family. She's in, she runs the Let Us In podcast. It's about TTRPGs tabletop role-playing games if you don't know what that is i haven't and heard of it i heard that like they weird. have another girl there that's kind of cool yeah. in it, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and season two starts may 6th at 8 p.m mountain daylight time it's going to be live streamed because we're going to be playing arium and it, this is going to be the world building session zero episode so if you are in chat and giving suggestions they will be input into the world that we play for that season. So Ooh, I'm excited. I definitely need involved. to tune into that. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Throw some stuff in there. Cause <laughs> even ideas that technically are going to get rejected because it's going to be based on a voting system. I'm still going to use those in the world. Ooh. They're still going to be as prominent. So awesome. So yeah, you guys go check out the lettuce in on all the social medias and, and also on the win. Yes. And also on the win. She's that's great. great. And that's Erica. <laughs> And then, name. Yes. Mm-hmm. and then also, again, Utah Remote Con coming up May 10th through the 22nd. Go follow on social media for all those updates. So anyways, in the meantime, why don't you guys go grab a friend? Eat some cupcakes. <laughs> and play some video games. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I missed my cue. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.